and welcome, electronic game friends. No, to the electronic no, game it. fair. <laughs> Today we are doing our game of the year list. Uh, but before we do that, we've been picking up some new listeners as of late. So we just wanted to do like a a recap of games that have made us as game as gamers. <laughs> the games that defined a gamer. The ga- games that influenced our taste in games, basically, through the years. Our we- parents had Ronald Reagan. Our grandparents had John F. Kennedy. What is happening? And we have these five games that defined us. <laughs> ah, yes, my parents, defined by the president. <laughs> defined by Ronald Reagan, the worst. <laughs> what is happening? Um, so, yeah, we just uh, we have five to six games uh, that we each picked out from our, maybe, I don't know, maybe our childhood, maybe just games that have influenced us, or uh, we have memories of as a, at a good time in our lives, or just to give you, the listeners, a an idea. Maybe not necessarily, like, a top of all time, but, like, yeah. more of a uh, influential game. Right, songs. yeah. Like, there's definitely games on this list that would not ever make a top ten, but... God, like, no. <laughs> um... So yeah, I guess I'll start, and then we'll go Eric, Big Mo, JJ, and uh, my first game, the game that started it all, probably Eric's on Eric's list yeah, too, Diddy so. Kong Racing, Christmas of 97, you get the N64, you get Diddy Kong Racing and Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey 98, Ooh. Well, and uh, Diddy Kong Racing, a little bit more influential than uh, Wayne Gretzky's <laughs> 3D Hockey, but it yeah. alright. No, it's a good game, it's a good but game. I mean, between the two. But yeah, just, I mean, I, I, everybody's first game, obviously, is special, but, uh, like, I'm playing other games at the time, just, like, the unlockables in this, like, blew my mind. Like, you could just, like, drive around the level and find the keys. Like, just mind-blowing stuff when you're six or seven. And yeah, just probably my best gaming memories, playing with Eric and my family. Good times. Yeah, yeah Diddy Kong Racing right up there on the top with me as well. <laughs> Kind of my one of my earliest memories playing games. Uh, I, re- I specifically remember the uh, battle mode playing with Jeff Ooh. and our yes. sister, just spending hours goofing around in the and all those good maps. So yeah, got got me into kart racers. Yeah. Right, I've been into like them a, since. A great first kart racer. Yeah, better than sure. Mario Kart 64. Obviously. Obviously. I, I feel like. <sighs> yeah, both good kart racers. <laughs> Let's yeah, just say both that. Good, there's a- excellent elements of Diddy Kong Racing. I don't know if it's better. Yeah, I know it's better. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to confirm. <laughs> I haven't played enough Diddy Kong Racing to have this argument still. Yeah, high nostalgia though, admittedly. Yeah, yeah. Very high nostalgia. And that's my thing with Mario Kart 64 too. Is, yeah. you know, everybody's favorite Mario Kart is their first Mario Kart. So. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, is that yours too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, was one of mine. Uh, so I just changed mine on the fly while you were talking, because I was like, shit, I just remember this. So, uh, Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped, that yeah. one specifically. Uh, I feel like that was, like, the first, like, obviously the first, like, platformer I got into. That's probably the best of those three first Crash games. Um, as heavily established on this podcast, I'm a PS1 kid at heart, um, and that was, you know, just... 
played a ton of that game. That was the first game I played with my sister, too. Like, we passed the controller back and forth. Like, that was the first game she really got into. Um, yeah, just really, really good. Um, I realized I don't think we really introduced ourselves. I'm JJ. Oh, yeah, oh, shit. God. I'm Big Will. <laughs> Jeff at Merrick. <laughs> Uh, the first one I'm starting off with is um, probably one of my favorite platformers of all time, Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, Mario 64 obviously came before, and I played that, and I liked it, but I think uh, 3D platformers really hit its stride with Banjo-Kazooie, personally, uh, between its music and level design and uh, just what you were doing in levels. I think uh, it hit the pace for just 3D platformers in general. 1,500 things to collect in each level. Yeah, I mean... I would agree, I would agree because I think, like, Mario 64 paved the way, but, like, going back to it, it's not as timeless. Like, yeah, it's The gameplay is not as timeless. Yeah. That Switch really has really killed Mario 64 for me in really? a bad way. Like, some of the, like, mm. some of the, wor- like, the levels and the worlds are just, like... The second half of that game is straight-up bad. I think. I don't know about yeah. bad, but like the objectives aren't always clear. But yeah, I think Banjo Kazooie is probably it's a much better platformer to go back to. Yeah. And like just more solid all around. It's yeah, it's a real nice package of a game regarding like three platformers. Like there's some others that like are comparable of that time. Like I think Spyro is pretty close, probably. I almost put Spyro on here too, but and, I couldn't do Spyro and Crash. Uh, but I just love Banjo Kazooie so much. Alright, um, my next game would be Super Mario World. Technically, Super Mario Advance 2? 2, yeah. No. It's just Super Mario World. Um, but that game is like the definitive Christmas. Grandma, Grandma has bought us a new console. With the GameCube that year. Yeah, with the GameCube. But I like the, the GameCube doesn't even stand out as much in my mind because of the Game Boy Advance and Super Mario World. Like, just... That's like I, I swear that was like the only game I played for like two years. It feels like I don't yeah. know if that's true or not, but um, wasn't my first Mario game. That would have been '64, but that like I guess it was like my first foray really into like a 2D like old old school game. I don't know. It just like opened my eyes to a new uh, a non 3D world of gaming. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I had a specific memory that of playing that under the the lamp in our living room at night. And just insane game. Yeah. I, also, one of the, I think I've whatever percent it goes to, I've gotten like oh, it's over a hundred percent completion. Yeah, that yeah. was absolutely the first Mario game that I hundred percented. Like you get the uh, all all the Koopas are like orange Mario heads now. Yeah. Like just weird. Yeah, the extra unlocks when you beat the it. game's just nonsense now when you yeah. go back to play it because nothing looks right. But yeah, yeah, good save file. Define definitive. So yeah, I have. So I am going in chronological order here. So maybe a bit of a gap. But my next game is Resident Evil Four. Oh. Uh, so that I remember. So one, it was. I forget what year it came out and how old it was, but it was my. Uh, two thousand five. Two thousand five. It was my first like a Google M-rated video game, and I remember specifically yeah, being like kicked out of the room while the chainsaw cut you know Leon's head off. <laughs> um, but then I you know moped around enough and I was able to get in and play it and it was good I think it might have been the game that up to date that I've beaten the most times yeah just like I mean I just as a kid I was just playing it 
Every member, in, every member in our family, like, has, like, I feel like their own GameCube <laughs> yeah. memory card with just, like, a maxed out 20 save slots. Yeah. We, I've definitely beaten it on every system it's been released on. Yeah. Except yeah. I haven't played the Switch one. VR? The oh, VR no, one's pretty, no. pretty I, cool. That's a different game, almost, though. <laughs> yeah, they really redid it and did it well. Oh, okay. um, the I playing it all. I think, personally, I think the Wii was my favorite, just because it was the, the, the easiest to are, actually. It, it really made the, the game well. But the VR one is pretty good as well good too but yeah. so what you're saying That's, is you're looking forward to the remaster yeah yeah yeah, I, <laughs> well, yeah it's a remake, remake not a remaster remake that's yeah. on uh, my list as well so I, I agree with everything Eric said I just wanted to add like I feel like that's the game like before that like we were playing like fucking Star Fox Adventure and then <laughs> hey hurry. you know what that game yeah. gets a bad rap but it's alright it's fine like this was the game that really like opened the floodgates to Star Fox the rest of gaming for us yeah. I had Star Fox Adventure on one of my lists. You Please don't. Like, it's all right. <laughs> I had to make a, a tool out of Legos to hit the A button oh. fast enough to to push, like, the yes! wheel. That was the only way I could beat that. <laughs> you made a, a machine? Yes. Oh, my It was God. designed. So, like, yeah, you just turn it a little bit, and it would <laughs> rapidly spin the God. other side to, like... I just imagine, like, Holy your dad, cow. like, pokes his head in the door, like, <laughs> sees his idiot savant son. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> not. the only way I could do that. That was, uh, I remember, yeah, with that brought back a memory of playing that in my friend's video, just taking turns trying to hit it as fast as we possibly physically could. impossible, like, and that's the only way to progress <laughs> through that mission, is hit the A button fast enough, and it was impossible. I don't wow. know who that was. I don't remember this at all, but it was okay. awful. Wow, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm all. Um, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Interesting. Uh, still to this day, my favorite Zelda. I think the first Zelda game I played? Because I didn't have an N64. Uh, so, I, I might have played the GameCube version of Ocarina before Wind Waker, actually. But, um... Because that was like a weird like pre-order bonus for Wind Waker, I feel like, was you got like a GameCube version. Or was that the, ma the Master, Master Quest, Quest or whatever? Something, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, like still, like I said, still to this day, my favorite Zelda, um, just the, the setting, the aesthetics, the music, the, um, yeah, obviously the, the, the people get mad about the Triforce stuff at the end of that game, it's, yeah. whatever, they fix it in the Wii U version, um, desperately need that game on Switch still. That is coming, right? It's never been confirmed still. Oh, I thought it was confirmed. Oh. It's like the most confirmed, unconfirmed oh. <laughs> Switch game ever. Like, that and Twilight Princess in this collection. Um, oh, yeah, they released that on Wii U, right? The Twilight Princess? Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Um, yeah, they released Skyward Sword on Switch before Wind Waker, yeah, for Christ's real, sake. A real yeah. um, which is a game that needed a remake, to be fair, but... Um, yeah, no, just everything about Wind Waker, like... That is a really good game. Like I really like that game. Yeah. Um, my next game is King's Quest V, which is probably uh -huh. yeah. the first game I ever played. Uh -huh. uh, my parents had it, uh, and it is probably one of the hardest point-and-click adventure games <laughs> I've ever played in my entire life, because the logic of all the puzzles are insane. It is this the game yes, that... Yes, we, we tried to play... We had a YouTube channel at one point, <laughs> folks, and we, I don't think that was ever released, actually, was it? Yeah, uh, I think uh, I... One yeah, episode. 
I think one episode. God, a nightmare. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. And this was, like, I was learning how to read at this point. I'll delete it. This, this is how uh, <laughs> young I was. And uh, it was a lot of me exploring my parents' save files. And, like, just poking and trying to figure out things. And uh, it was a lot of uh, dying, because that's what... <laughs> Point and click adventure games were at the time it was a lot of like, hey, you messed up, you got get turned to stone, or you get gored, or etc. etc. Uh, and but I've always kept like my fascination for point and click adventure games after that. Um, I still love to play them, and um, I still am interested to check out point and click adventure games to this day. Like, I play through all the Sam and Max games when those were coming out on the xbox 360 uh those series of games and yeah i it will always keep my interest uh, in them even if most of them are subpar but uh my love for them is still very much alive the genre has def- definitely gotten easier that's oh, for sure oh yeah thank god for in a that. good way like oh yeah playable i would say like those old games are damn near impossible oh yeah the old games are made for by sadists and <laughs> They, Buy and force. They're like, hey, uh, you want to play this game for the next five months, right? I mean, that is literally what they were made for, oh, honestly. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, you get two games a year. and Yeah, uh, my parents played that game for a while uh, before beating that. It's such I a believe. weird visual, knowing yeah. your parents. <laughs> Bizarre. Um, yeah, so my next game is Kaboom for the 2600. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is where, like, the shmup fascination started for me. Because it's really, when you boil it, so Kaboom is like a 2600 game where you you just control buckets. You have three buckets in a row and you're catching bombs that a a man is dropping off of a building. A robber of some sort? Yeah, a bandit (laughs) is just dropping bombs and you're catching them in buckets. Um, But, like, like, the gameplay... It's one of those games where you just gotta like, gotta get in your zen. You're like, your eyeballs on focus. You just like, gaze at the center of the screen. And like, it's just all like, pure just like, twitch gameplay. Um, so I, I think that's probably where that fascination of that whole like, genre started for me. Just like, twitch action based gameplay. Um, also it was the first game where I had to like, take apart hardware. Because the paddle controllers for the 2600 would just get gunked up. So like lubing up your controller yeah. for maximum performance. <laughs> like I don't know, it just got me into like the like cleaning and taking apart of like retro consoles to like clean them up. I guess uh, is what I think of that game as. So I have a controversial statement. Sure. Is that the only good twenty six hundred game? I I, no. I was actually also going to say that like a lot. <laughs> it's definitely like it's probably the only game I would play today. That's what I'm saying. Like I have the Atari fifty collection and I want to start it, but I'm like. Kaboom is the only game I'm like looking forward to. And that well, thing, I, I mean, th- that collection's good, but not for the games. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's not what you're coming for. Yeah, maybe like Warlords. Warlords. Yeah, okay, like there's a, other good games. Right. Yeah. There's other I good games. To... Yeah, but I'd rather play Warlords. Sure. Arcade version. Sure. Yeah. That's my thing. Is like a 2600 only game. Like, uh, right. Yeah. Then maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the, my favorite by a, a mile. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, my next game is the Shadowrun FPS from 2007 on the Xbox 360. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that game was really good. That game was so good. It, it, it might have been 
like the f first online experience I had with like Xbox Live. Mm. I think also same. Yeah, and it's just like I mean, it's like blowing my mind that like you know you're just playing with random people, and the game is good too. I mean, it's like one of the, the one of the best uh, shooters that I've played just because of like the sheer amount of like options. There's like magic that you can do, deck like, abilities. It's you have. like Counter Strike with magic. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it's yeah, it's just a very good game, and it's there's actually like a weird resurgence of that game. Like, really, all of a sudden, like the peer to peer or person to person, peer to peer, or whatever servers, all of a sudden work for like Windows Live games. Oh. And so there's like people playing. I actually played it with like a buddy of mine like last weekend, and it's like and it holds up. I mean, it's 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 That's, a good game. Okay, so everyone is rapidly downloading a copy of Shadow. <laughs> yeah, there's a Discord I love channel. That game, that that game was great. Like, has has my favorite achievement ever. What's that? It was so. Do you remember the like viral achievements? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Little, I hated that shit. Like teabag a bungee employee or something. Yes. Something it, like that. It was a teabag achievement in oh, Shadowrun. Yeah. <laughs> so you would have an entire team realize someone had the achievement. So you have an entire team. Oh, that's right. Teabagging one. Yeah, person. that was that game. Yeah. <laughs> Like a, just a STD. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, th this is actually the first game that I remember trying to get all of the achievements for as well. Fun. Um, it was the funniest thing to watch. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I totally that. forgot about wow. that. This. Yeah. Just a horde of people just crouching down on a body. Just oh my god. So sometimes hilarious. I wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> Jay's <laughs> been teabagging in his seat for the last minute. Um, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Uh, like Eric said, that first M-rated game I think was Metal Gear Solid 2 technically um, for me, but 3 was like like video games are art, man. Like when I was a kid, you know, like this is like a movie, bro. This is like Kojima is is an artist that like I was like that that dude back then, and like that, that still the best Metal Gear Solid game by far like, in you know its politics may not hold up let's say um but still like an excellent story like maybe the best ending to a video game ever, um the part where I guess spoilers Metal Gear Solid three better than near. It's well. It's very similar in your actually. Mm. I would say mechanically, where like you beat the final boss, and it's like this tragic thing where you know she was your mentor and yeah. everything, I and mean, they make really you good. pull the trigger on her. You cannot progress the game without pulling until you literally pull the trigger on her, like executor. And like as a kid, I was like, yeah, this, is, this is this is art, man. Like he's saying something about America, you know, like. <laughs> Um, and like people have problems with the the camo stuff in that game. It's, I really love that stuff. Yeah, like all the like a very early survival mechanics in that game too. Like you gotta eat to keep your stamina. Yeah, up that was and, one of the first games that really dipped into that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a very early in that actually. Um, and yeah, just the great, great stuff. Um, my next game is uh, GoldenEye 007. Nice. Uh, oh, probably yeah. the first real first-person shooter I played any amount of, and I played an insane amount of it, and uh, I got very, very, very good at it way back when. Um, and 
Okay, among my friend Among my friend group, I got very good at gold Your mom drives you around to schools to verse other kids. <laughs> I pull out my controller and my shades. Uh, uh, yeah, I have loved shooters probably ever since. Um, but yeah, that was my first big shooter I think I got into. That was first person shooter. Because there, uh, there was also like... Uh, Jeff Force Gemini, but I was third person, and the shooting didn't feel quite as good. Yeah, that, that. game's janky as It's janky. Like, there's good moments in that, but I would say I probably like some of the platforming more than the shooting in that game most of the time. Um, like, the weapons are fun in that game, but, like, everything felt better about GoldenEye to me. Um, but, yeah. Uh, is this our last game? Because I added something and subtracted something. I got something. two more. I got two more. Okay, cool. Um... So, my next game, I guess, would be... I don't know. It, it's, it's like Far Cry 3 slash original Gears of War. Huh. Yeah. Far Cry 3 would just be more of a game I just, like, associate strongly with, like, time period in life. Mm. Like, playing with you guys yeah. every Friday after school. Just, yeah, like, sure, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> well, I say rushing home. Uh, riding the bus quickly <laughs> to get home to JJ's house and just play Far Cry 3 for... <laughs> Hours on end. Yeah, I feel like we played the same map. Like, did we even? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it was that one the beach with yeah. like the two yeah, tree houses. And there's like an air conditioning unit in the yeah. back. You had to like, yeah, I don't know, just like. It was like the perfect map. It, it yeah. was just the best. It's just like peak like. I'm and it was specifically school. Far Cry Three Instinct. Yeah, because yeah. that is a different game. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, just like peak I'm a high schooler with no responsibilities this is the only thing I care about in life um and then Gears of War kind of falls into that because I remember playing it a lot at your house mm. and like yeah I should have put Gears good. of War on here I think that really set me I mean I don't play a lot of shooters now but that like defined like that period of gaming like the 360 era just yeah. like yeah bloody ass thick boy <laughs> shooters I played so much Gears of War 3 multiplayer like yeah, we're, that, I never actually played anything beyond two, but that that might still be like my most played multi. Well, I guess Destiny, but beyond that, my most played multiplayer. What if we played a new ones? Gears of War. Yeah, Gears of War. Yeah, and Far Cry Three Instinct Predator. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, was it Far Cry Three Instinct Predator? Like, I think yeah. Predator was the game. There's like five different versions of that game. Yeah, yeah they, they, they really fucked up the Far Cry franchise. <laughs> well, that's I mean, a whole yeah. other. <laughs> Bring back Predator. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly really oh, enough, they kind of brought that mode back for Crisis. Really? I've never played any of those games. Well, yeah, they they had a mode in one of the newer ones where one person has the suit and the other people are hunting down the person in the suit with their stealth mode and everything and it was it was basically uh, the predator mode go ahead yeah yeah so yeah i think so the, the my other games are also 360 games i feel like that was like again the highly nostalgic period um so the next one is like call of duty 4 i feel like that's really got me into like i mean i was, I was playing call of duty every day after school and in, in high school I mean, just for hours with my, my buddies. And Call of Duty 4 was kind of like the first big one. I remember just playing all the time. And it leads, you know, to Modern Warfare 2 and, and mm -hmm. all that. But that was kind of like my first shooter that I kind of started getting into it. 
and it kind of kept me going. Well, I was still pretty young, I feel like, for Call of Duty 4, but then, yeah, I started getting sweaty with, like, Modern for 2, and then even sweatier with Black Ops. Um, <laughs> what was the game that uh, ended ended your Call of Duty career? It was, it was Black Ops. I remember, like, breaking a controller. <laughs> My, but the limited edition Halo controller, too. I had a rage one day, and I was like, all right, I'm going to stop playing Call of Duty now. And then I started playing Halo, so <laughs> instead. So. Out of respect for the controller. <laughs> yeah, so I, I that was, so yeah. Yeah, that was my realization. But yeah, Call of Duty 4 kind of started the whole kind of competitive plane, I think. Uh, this, is, this is the left field one on this list. Xenosaga Episode 1, Der Vilsermacht. Oh, okay. Uh, what? That makes, I mean, uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense for you. Cause that... <laughs> uh, this is like peak anime RPG. Um... <laughs> This was a game that had cutscenes so long that they released a separate DVD that had all of them as like a movie you could watch, basically. Like literally like a ten hour cutscene compilation that they released separately. You know, just normal video game thing. Um but also like very solid RPG gameplay, honestly, especially in that first game. Um it's a trilogy. Well, it was supposed to be like six games. It's like one of those where they like never finished oh. the series or whatever. But they kind of wrap it up by the time they get to three. They were kind of like, oh shit, we're not gonna finish this. <laughs> um, but yeah, those the second and third games kind of go off the rails a little bit gameplay wise. Um, but one I think probably still holds up to this day. Um, maybe not story wise, <laughs> honestly. Um, very like extremely like evangelion like f- philosophical like th- this game got me to read Friedrich nietzsche oh. like <laughs> like reading Wait. like well that's the subtitle of the game is a nietzsche like concept and i was like oh, i'm gonna get way into like german philosophy <laughs> I, um, oh my god! Literally, literally checked out nietzsche from the library because of this game um but no, yeah, like like maybe the game that started my like anime like love. Honestly, That's I mean, I probably watched like Dragon Ball and shit before that, yeah. but like you know, game wise, I would say um, probably probably up there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe doesn't hold up anymore. I haven't <laughs> played it in a long time, but like I have very fond memories of that game. Might be fantastic. Who knows? Um. So. My fourth game is Hitman 2, the original Hitman 2. Um, and it sort of combined the aspects I loved about King's Quest and about GoldenEye. It's combined shooter aspects and uh, puzzly aspects to uh, have a satisfying mix. And I still love this series so much. Um, and just the way you can solve problems in dozens of different ways and not just including the very like scripted scenarios um just made me fall in love with the series and also um uh, just on a tangent uh hitman loving hitman as much as i did made me uh hate assassin's creed at the beginning because i wanted assassin's creed to be more like hitman and it wasn't because you're not really much of an assassin in the original games. 
Uh, but, you know, that was more of an expectation on my part. That was my fault. I had high expectations. Um, and, yeah, love Hitman. All right, so my last game, kind of the yin to Big Mo's RPG Yang. It's Final Fantasy 1. What? What? But specifically from the uh, the GBA. Well, yeah, that's the only playable version of that game, honestly. So, from what I remember, I'm 99% sure that's the first RPG I ever played. Like, I have a memory on New Year's Eve, I stayed up till midnight, because I was probably like, I don't know how old I was, maybe 12, I don't know. Like, to beat that game, like, like, I had a guide, I was, like, going around finding all, like, the overpowered weapons, like, I remember, like, three hours it took me to get Excalibur, um, but I think, like, I feel like, Big Mo, you're more, like, the, the story, like, fucked up RPGs, like, (laughs) well, now, hold on, (laughs) like, like, the big, grandiose ones, um, whereas more, I like anime and you don't. I do. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like my favorite uh, RPG series is Dragon Quest, like by a mile. Like I just prefer like simplistic. I actually like grinding in my RPGs. Like I, I think that's a good mechanic to me, even though I understand why people hate it. But I think Final Fantasy One, as basic as it is, and is not good as it is. That is maybe the grindiest RPG. Right. There I, is. I, like I feel like I was just like I, I had fun playing this game. I that, that's what all RPGs are like. And the I numbers just, went up. I just like grinding. Barely, they barely yeah. went up. <laughs> yeah, like looking back on it, I don't know how I had the patience to beat. That. I mean, you were a kid, you know. That's, yeah. We all played games that, but we wouldn't anymore. Yeah, it like set that, that was my first RPG, and that led to playing a lot of RPGs, and I tend to stick to like. The more, uh, I, I guess, basic. You can call me a basic RPG guy. Uh, I do often say that about you. <laughs> Behind my back, apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my last game is um, Halo 3. So kind of in the same vein of you're at Call of Duty, but I, I do have distinct differences in my head. Um, Halo 3 was kind of, you know, when it came out, it was fun just goofing around. Like, just kind of like the sort of kind of sandbox mechanics of it all and just the custom games, all that, just like countless hours of fun and, you know, sleepovers playing this game sort of thing. And then even even now it's still, I still play Halo every week, the Master Chief Collection. Um, so like still playing Halo um, to this date. So it's still, you know, so yeah, influential in that regard is that it's still something that I enjoy playing. And game feel. Oh yeah, want... and then the, yeah, the original Game Fuel is the best Mountain Dew flavor. The most influential soda. Yeah, <laughs> top one soda of all time. I don't know about that. No, it's not up for debate. I kind of want to throw Halo Three out as my number six now because that how Jeff said about Far Cry being like mm. the game that we played as friends. Halo Three is that game to yeah. me for some reason. Oh, yeah, that, that was um, a big one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we like on release day got together and like. Played for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you made a set hanging up here. Yeah, there's Halo a banner Palooza. behind us that says Halo Palooza. I went right to now. Joanne's fabric, bought <laughs> felt in two different blue colors, and then hand cut the Halo logo onto a pennant. Um, just, yeah, like playing 
playing like big team battle and yeah. playing Flight of the Valkyries over a speaker <laughs> into the 360 <laughs> mic while we like rolled up in big team battle. Yeah, thanks for the idea. I, I, I only exclusively played Halo 3 big team battle in MCC. <laughs> so, uh. um, I feel like that was our game mode too, actually. I mean, it was uh, awesome. One. Yeah. What, what was like the giant vehicle? Goliath elephant? The, the, like, the, elephant? the like, troop yeah. carrier. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of, too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's actually called. Yeah, on Sand Trail. That's what yeah. I think of yeah. when I think of Halo 3. Yeah. Um, my last one is Final Fantasy X. Um, the first Final Fantasy I ever beat. I had played 7, 8, and 9 up to this point. I'd never finished any of them. Um, just because, I don't know, you're a kid and games yeah. are hard sometimes. Um... <laughs> Still to this day, I've never beaten Final Fantasy VII. Got to literally the final boss and never touched it. Oh. Um, but Ten was like, you know, obviously a PS2 like almost launch title. Like graphically was uh, like unbelievable when it came out. Mm. Um, just yeah, and I feel like still has one of the best Final Fantasy stories. Honestly, um, <laughs> being the story RPG guy, I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, like 100% of that game um, still may be my favorite Final Fantasy game. Maybe. I'd have to think about that. Um, have you pl- played 7 Remake at all? Oh, I love 7 Remake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, 7 would be my number 2, I would say. Okay. Um, well... Mm- well, can't get into this right now. Um, <laughs> but I have a lot of love for 7, and 7 okay. Remake is like an amazing... Not even really a remake, I guess. Spoilers for that game, but um, <laughs> that's there's some wild shit going on in that game that I don't know if you know about. I heard that um, they've made some changes here and there. Yeah, they made some changes. That game is called Remake, but it is not a remake. That is the subtitle of the game. Yeah, let's say. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, to not to digress, but yeah, Final Fantasy Ten still maybe my favorite one. Cool. Um, so, the last on my list is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Nice. Uh, not my first Zelda game. Uh, I think that was Link's Awakening. Um, but Link's Awakening didn't fully click with me uh, playing on Game Boy. And then Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I probably have played more of Ocarina of Time than any other game. Um... Because not just playing it on my own, but also at the time, I think like most of my friends had this game, and they needed when they needed help with anything in Ocarina of Time, and they were stuck on something. Basically, they handed the controller to me, like, "Hey, can you get me to the next part?" I'm like, "Okay." So not only did I play through Ocarina of Time several times, I also played through good portions of my friends' <laughs> version save files. Of Ocarina of Time, and uh, I just I've got a lot of love for this game. Uh, it's probably not my favorite Zelda game. I I have a lot of love for it, but I think I played so much of it that I almost like burned out on it. I just imagine like ten friends having you get the Begorn sword for him, basically. <laughs> or or like, hey, I'm stuck in this part of the dungeon. Can you do it? Like, okay, okay. Just playing the hardest parts. Yeah, not basically. Stop. Uh, so just a lot of that, but, uh, yeah, it's just excellent game, and, um, I 
still love and appreciate Zelda games. Still. Yeah. Um, and uh, can I slide in the sixth one real quick? Sure. Uh, Portal. Uh, I love oh. the combination mm. of humor and puzzles. Um, and I, I don't think I really played pure puzzle games. Like, I played point-and-click adventure, but that's more... That's a different type of puzzle than just, like, spatial puzzles or whatnot. Um, and Portal had this perfect combination for me to keep on flying through it. And I would love for a Portal 3 to happen, but that probably won't <laughs> happen. Hopefully. Uh, Half-Life the Orange Box, still the greatest, oh, great. like, uh, value in video game history, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Portal 3. I mean, there's the Portal 2, I remember playing that on Steam. There's, like, user maps, which at least keeps it a little fresh. There's user maps, and but, there's, like, whole, like, free DLC that people have made for, yeah. like, co-op missions and whatnot. Yeah, but the single player, I mean, Single player's great. Gosh, yeah. Well, you know, Half-Life Alex sets up. Maybe they're going to do something. Yeah, and then Aperture Desk Job also yeah. added more, like, store stuff, and, like... None of us are ever going to play Half-Life Alex, I assume, right? I can spoil that game. You can spoil that game. I've seen the I've seen the ending as well. You that game ends with Gordon Freeman again. Yeah, like at the end, finally, <laughs> and, like, and like, being like, thrown a crowbar dramatically and like let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Ale- spoilers, spoilers for Half Life Alex just incoming. Uh, Alex like goes back in time and changes. Yeah, there's like a whole time travel. Her, changes it so her dad doesn't die in episode two. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So the I wish I had a PC good enough for that game. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so that is the games that influenced us. Yeah, hopefully that gives uh our listeners a better idea of what we're into. Better I also learned some stuff. The the King's is it King's Quest or King King's Field? Quest. King's Quest. King's Field is the from soft game. Oh right. Yeah, I didn't know that about JJ, and that makes uh, a lot of sense now. <laughs> uh, the game, every almost every game he brings up every week is <laughs> some iteration of a. I should also mention that we are joined by a baby for this episode. Uh, learning to make noises, so we'll be fine. She's yeah, a special guest. Just, yeah. just happy, just a happy baby. Yeah, just happy baby. Yeah. So that brings us to. The Electronic Game Fair 2022 Game of the Year list, including games that weren't released in 2022 because some of us don't play enough games from 2022 to make a list. Really sprung it on me at the last second that I had to scramble to make a top ten. I mean, it's not really sprung it when we did it the same thing. It was last a year, year ago. <laughs> oh, remember this shit? Yeah. So we all have ten games except Eric. Yeah. Eric will jump in at seven. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, at least it's not a repeat of last year where it's just the top <laughs> five Halo games. Yeah, it had to be. Right. Hey, I enjoyed that segment. Yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. a good segment, but he, he at least has other other games now. Um, anybody have anything to say before we just jump into it? Um, yes, I. I real quick, I have three games that are just a notable mention for me uh, because I did not get to play them by. They came out this year. I have the same. I have the yeah. exact same thing. I also have a supplementary list of yeah. games I should have played. Because uh, I know they would have ended up on my list. Yep. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I'm, I have liked 
the games in those series, and I've, what I've seen of those games, they look excellent. I have not played a minute of any of them, so I just didn't get around to it. Uh, happens. Right, I'll, I'll throw in my supplemental list of uh, very good games. I actually think I did beat all these, weirdly enough. Um, Loop Hero, uh, Retro Bowl was my most played game this year, but it, uh, it was just too simple to include on the top ten, I guess. Everybody's Golf, best golf game in years. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that in on mine, too. And then uh, Raging Loop was a visual novel I really enjoyed, and Downwall, I had a lot of fun playing that. Uh, yeah, games that I should have played in 2022 and probably would have been on my list. Uh, Narco, uh, that's the like uh, point-and-click uh, kind of Kentucky Route Zero-like that oh. came out this Ooh. year. Yeah. Um, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, really wish I got into that. Splatoon 3, oh. I didn't play a second of, and I need to. Uh, I, Nirvana Initiative, that's the second one in that series. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't play that either. That I really need to get to. And Tunic, I played like two hours of, but don't feel confident enough to throw that on my top ten. But it probably would have been if I had finished it. Oh, cool. All right, so we will start the top ten with number ten. I'll go first. Yeah. All right. Um, Number ten for me this year was Pokemon Legends Arceus. Hmm. Um, I played a shit ton of that game at the beginning of the year. I beat it up through the point where you have to complete the Pokedex to actually beat it, because, no. Um, but yeah, so I think what me I like, that game, I loved it when I played it, and then it kind of, like, sat on the back burner at the end of the year. I was like, yeah, it was good, but it probably won't make a, a list. But then I played um, Scarlet and Violet, and playing those made me realize how good Legends actually was. Like, because I, th- I don't know why I was under the assumption that um, the new ones would be in the same like vein as Legends. Are they not? Not really. I mean, it, it's it's like an open world thing. But like, I really liked like the capture mechanics from Legends. Yeah, it was the simplified, but it was yeah, like simplified. you just like run up and it's like a you ate you. It's like a, a first person shooter type control to like capture them. Um, I thought it would be that like mixed with like battling. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I just like that they tried something new. I think they were pretty successful. I think most people really enjoyed it. But they were just like, yeah, this game looks and runs like ass. Uh, if you could just iron that out and then make more of a Pokemon game around it, it would be great. Well, okay. I was gonna say, and that game is polished in comparison to Scarlet and Violet. Right. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Like just playing the newest Pokemon made me really realize that I liked what they tried here. It was the most fun I've had in a Pokemon game. I think it, I think it would be my favorite Pokemon game I've ever played. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my number ten. Uh, Walkabout Mini Golf is my number ten. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, when we have crossovers, do we want to? Like, well, I was gonna ask that because Pokemon Legends is also on my list. Should we? Well, let's, we don't want to spoil yeah. this, but when it gets back around to you, just like I'll just I won't talk about add. it forever. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, walk about mini golf. My number ten um, for the Oculus Quest, Meta Quest, whatever the fuck. Yeah, please. Um, uh, it's just like still the only game I've really played in VR, honestly. But I feel like it like justified the purchase price of its Quest for me by itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like a. Super fun mini golf game, great multiplayer game. Um, 
tons of replay value in that thing too. Yeah, like, they're adding maps still. Yeah, I haven't even touched any of the DLC stuff. They're good. Um, yeah, they just released a mist uh, course for that game. Oh yeah, that's right. You talked um, about that. Pretty good. Oh, you played it? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Okay. It's good. Yeah, they tried adding like kind of like different mechanics, like not really puzzle elements, but you're kind of there's like Mist. things going. Yeah, like the new maps they started Shooting adding. Shooting a ball like, into a book. Does that happen? Sure. JJ knows yeah. stuff from Mist, I guess. <laughs> yeah, clearly, oh, yeah, yeah, I've never played Mist tonight, but yeah, the the, the weird new game. Maps were, yeah. Weird game. So. Um, but yeah, no, like yeah, Maybe I'll play excellent. It now. <laughs> Um, like I said, yeah. like justifies the purchase price of a quest alone for me yeah. in that game, I think. Um, so my number 10 game, uh, I was debating on the order for this, but, uh, is No Straight Roads. Uh, it is an action, uh, adventure game where you're using music to fight the powers that be that only power the city using electronic music and okay there are us you're playing as mayday and uh it's been too many months to remember the second character's name but you're like a little rock band and you're fighting these boss battles it's pretty fun i never completely beat it um the one thing that was kind of a bummer for me is the music in the game is good but the mixes just on like online separated from the game are better than the in-game music does that make any sense oh yeah because i assume the in-game music is like procedural a little bit too, a little right? bit like, yeah. yeah it just it just sounds a like composed a piece better. of music is always going to be better than yeah yeah so that's that's the one downside that this game very much about music the music in the game doesn't hit as hard but it's still very good and i like the characters a lot what is that game like what? What is the gameplay of it? It's like, yeah, uh, I feel like I never got a good explanation of that either, honestly. Like I, I always hear like this seems cool music. It's like a like a hack and slash. Uh, kind of. Are you like riding a vehicle? No. Oh, that was my. I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> Roads, I uh, guess. <laughs> I pulled up the trailer you hoping it's going to show up gameplay, but I don't know. Wait, you have a, do you have a number 7 or a number 8? I'm assuming, assuming it's going to show gameplay. Oh, I was not expecting. I thought it was going to be like a side scroll. Bless huh. you. No. Seems I might be. It's not, not showing a lot of, a lot of gameplay. What's that? Start a rock band? It's a bad trailer, JJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's oh, wait, wait. There we go. There we go. There's, there's, it was like rhythm based, like hack and slashing. Yeah, like the, yeah. the it's all like rhythm based. Oh, for I really part. was not expecting it to be three D for some reason. Yeah. I, I thought it was a driving game. Yeah, like all the all the like boss attacks are rhythm attacks. Uh, all the everything happens to a beat. What's the name of this game? No straight roads. And actually, part of that gets really tough because it's like, hey, the boss is like. Dodge, 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 parry, 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 dodge, 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 like to a beat, and it's like, hey, I'm, I am not that fast for the time. Like Eric's that. compiling another list here <laughs> of games he wants to play. Yeah. Okay, my number nine is Blue Reflection Second Light, a JRPG that uh, I went in with just 
bottom of the basement expectations and was pretty blown away by how good it was. Um, it's an anime girl high school uh, setting. There's nothing wrong with that, Jeff. Right, there's nothing like, explicitly wrong with that. Um, but I, I just expected just like gross. You but expected it, bikini DLC. Yeah, like the fan. I mean, there is bikini. That, that's the thing. <laughs> Good, the yeah. fan service is hidden in the DLC. They don't throw it at you in the base game. Um, it's a lot of like Persona style, like leveling up the relationship in your party. Um, well, like the. <laughs> The battle system um, is like one of the more unique JRPG ones I've seen in years. Um, just a lot of fun to play. Like the story was good, pretty short-ish, like 35 hours, which felt right. Um, yeah, I, this basically made my list because it's a solid JRPG, but really my surprise was what pushed it over the edge of how good it was. Hmm. Uh, Eric does not have a number nine. Oh yeah, that's Big right. Shit. Uh... Mine is Destiny 2 The Witch Queen campaign, the campaign specifically hmm. for that game. Um, Destiny 2 not in a great place right now, I feel like I say that every couple months. Yep. Um, a lot of discourse around the seasonal model of that game and how it's very repetitive now. I've been hearing lots of complaints, yeah. Yeah, I had, didn't play more than half of the last season and I haven't jumped into this new one that just started last week. I feel like you were um, really high on that game in the beginning of this well, year. Well, that is when Witch Queen yeah. came out, and that was, you know, <laughs> their big expansions are always the thing. Um, it's the in-between stuff now that's kind of getting grating. But the Witch Queen is the best campaign they've done, um, just like a really great shooter campaign. Um, they added the legendary difficulty for the first time um, that, like... Basically, um, scaled enemies, no matter what level you were, scaled them up by 20 oh. past you. Um, and, like, really made for, like, a really satisfying, challenging campaign. And you're looking, are you looking forward to the new stuff they're doing with, the, like, that, uh, city? Oh, yeah, I mean, like I said, their, their big expansions are always, are always the thing. Um, are, are always the thing to look forward to, um. But I don't know. Yeah, that's that, that is the best thing that Destiny did this year, for sure. And that was what February. February, March? I think. Yeah, because the yeah this next one comes out in February again, I believe. Okay. So. Because yeah, I I remember it was pretty early this year. You were really enjoying Destiny, and then it it started to taper off. You're like, eh. Well, and as a lorehead, they've kind of let me down in the last season too. They just didn't really like. I don't know. Do anything but, interesting yeah. with the worm. I, I am excited for what's going on right now with Rasputin and AIs and shit, but won't get into that. Okay. But. <laughs> um, cool. I'm hoping that the next season is... is oh, the next expansion will be good, for sure. Like, yeah. Um, my number nine game is Lost in Random. Uh, another game I didn't beat this year, but I am... Uh, I really want to go back to it and beat... Um, Similar to No Straight Roads, in some ways, uh, action-adventure game uh, with combat similar to, if you remember this game, Lost Kingdom? For, Sounds familiar For that. some <laughs> reason, okay, for some reason, I got Alice Madness Returns vibes it, from this game. It does. It has the art style of Alice Madness Returns, uh, but the combat is of Lost Kingdom, where you have a deck... And uh, uh, different cards in the deck, you draw you draw like a hand, and they have different costs. 
and they do different things. They either be like, hey, you equip this weapon, either a sword, spear, bow and arrow, or hey, you leave out this trap for enemies to hit into or summon this thing to do this thing. It does all sorts of different effects, whether buffs or whatnot, and you basically compile a deck of cards for combat. It's interesting, uh, and you can really change how combat plays out. Um, and a lot of the character designs are just really imaginative, and it's really interesting to explore different areas. It's all about these people who live in different like cast system and it all depends on what they roll on this six-sided dice when they become basically uh, a teenager and if you roll a one you are the lowest of the of, of the low you live in these basically this slum on a pier and everything above that lives on in a different strata like there's one that's uh twos live in this town of that's sort of parallel to each other's so there's a town built on top of the town to mirror it it's been very interesting um and i want to beat it i want to see where that goes um, and yeah i'm i'm interested to see how that turns out what was the name of that game again for the listeners that might have missed it lost in random lost in random okay Sounds cool. Okay, number eight for me is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, a visual novel slash mech strategy RPG. Um, so the visual novel side of it, at first I was like, this is way too much for me to, to handle, because you're jumping around these 13 different characters, and each character is from a different time period in Japan but yet they're all in the same high school together at the same time. So I like, you gotta give the story a couple hours to really kind of explain itself. But once it does, um, it's like super just engrossing, figuring out like how these characters know each other, how their timeline ties into this timeline. It's nothing like too convoluted. Um, and then like the strategy side of it is, or the strategy tactics game side of it um, is really cool because you're upgrading their mechs um, like the visuals of the the battles, it's like wireframe, like looks like an old like Vectrex game kind of. It's like neon wireframe battles that um, don't take too long. I don't know, it's just like a good mix of like a lot of story with like some good good gameplay to break it up. And uh, I was also surprised by this just because yeah, I thought it would be like getting into it. It's just a lot to get into, but. It's by design. Like, they throw you into this, like, what the fuck's going on? And then it answers your questions pretty quickly and has a satisfying ending. Hmm. Eric, you do not have a number eight? Nope. We're not number eight? Uh, Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series, oh. uh, which nice. is that uh, re-release of the two Klonoa games. Um, just really, really solid platformers. Uh, mostly the first one, honestly, I would say. I, I talked about it on the mm. podcast when it came out, but that second one maybe doesn't hold up. Um, but the first Klonoa, um, by far, like, one of the best platformers ever made, I think. Mm. And that's a really good re-release of those games. Um, is the first one full 2D or is that still 2.5D? 
it is I guess you'd call it 2.5D. Mm. Uh, it, it, like not it's good. a side scroller, but it's a it's visually 2.5D. Yes, like yes. not like actual... it, it is 3D uh, environments. Yeah, um, and characters. Uh, but it's a yeah, it's a it's a yeah. 2.5D, sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, that second one, it's not bad. Um, it's just very early PS2, um, like, I don't want to say budget, but like, I would have been mad if I paid full price for that game when it came out, let's say. It definitely um, has the vibe of a budget title, even though it's... Yeah, mm, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I paid more than 20 bucks for that game when it came <laughs> out, I would have been pissed, but it's all right. Um, but yeah, a really good package of those two games. Um, my eighth game is Daemon X Machina, which is a high-speed high mecha action game, and sort of filled the niche of, like, an oh, armored core. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of filled the hole of, uh, like, an armored core game, um, and it felt pretty good. There were, I had some minor gripes about it, uh, towards the end, the boss fights feel very boring because it's they just give them so much health that it just becomes damage check yeah it's just you're just slamming into them over and over again and you're just running out of ammo more times than not and it just got kind of a slog towards the end but it was it was overall pretty fun um and there's some good multiplayer elements too you like you can do four player co-op and uh, you can take on like these boss encounters all together in the multiplayer. It was it had some good moments and good customization and whatnot. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. That that game came out on Switch originally, and I know I yeah. I wonder how that game runs actually. Cause What's it on now? It came it, PC is yeah, probably where you it, awesome. I assume. Oh. Um, yeah, it was it was free on Epic Games for a while. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, number seven, as previously talked about by Mo Walkabout Mini Golf, um, uh, you you covered most of what I wanted to say. Just, I, it, that was my first VR experience, and just it, honestly mind blowing. Like I, I feel like a mind blowing experience is rare to come by in games these days. Uh, but that did it, and um, just want to add that the multiplayer was really just easy. Like I, I figured like. Oh, a headset peripheral with no, like, hub to connect to. Like, this will be a nightmare, but it was just... There is technically a friend system on that thing, but it's, sure. like, very, like, yeah. slapped together. It was just, yeah, easy, good to jump in and out of with you guys. Um, lots of fun. Ah, my number hey, seven. Oh, Eric's here. here. <laughs> and this one is um, number seven just because I haven't played it as much, but, um, so maybe borderline honorable mention, but... <laughs> It's uh, Minecraft Dungeons, so wow. I started I started playing that recently, and um, really fun dungeon crawler. Um, but I, I haven't put that much time into it, but I definitely feel like it would move up on my list um, if I, you know if I play it more. But I, I put it at seven just because I haven't really committed that much time to it. But you know, kind of I don't know. I mean, typical dungeon crawler with like a Minecraft skin, I guess. But um, yeah, a lot of good aspects to it. I mean, it's a solid. Um, dungeon crawling game, you know, online multiplayer. Um, same system multiplayer, always yeah, good. Same system, yeah, so um, real fun game to play um, with your friends, or alone, I guess, I don't know, I haven't played solo, but, um, so yeah, that's that's my number seven. 
Uh, number seven is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Nice. Uh, Jeff already talked about it. Um, that's a game I need to go back to once again. Did not play as much of that as I would have liked, but um, I might agree with Jeff that it might be my favorite Pokemon game, maybe? Um, yeah. It's, um, like I said, disappointing to hear how Scarlet and Violet turned out with my hopes from Arceus. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. I'm still hearing that game is great if they fix it. But, yep, yeah. yep, I'm sure, yeah. Um, so my number seven game is one I put a lot of hours into this year. Uh, Warframe. Uh, I played a lot in the beginning of this year and put nearly 200 hours into it. <laughs> um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, they've really... I, either they've changed how the beginning of that game plays out or I spent more time trying to learn what was going on. I believe they did do like a big early game rehaul on that yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that's what I heard they did. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, there's definitely elements of Warframe that are grindy, let's say. It's a lot of, hey, run the same mission over and over again. So you get all the parts needed to get the suit or a gun or etc etc but you're not forced to do any of that any one time um i suppose you're not forced to in other games but it it's not like hey you need this weapon because it, it's going to give you x plus damage boost or whatnot um at least not in the point i am in the game i'm still very early on but um i i want to go back and play more of it it's been fun um, that game still scares me. That's fair. <laughs> I can be your Sherpa through Warframe. <laughs> if, if you guys play Destiny, I'll play Warframe. Yeah, I, I've played Destiny. I'm <laughs> down packed. for playing Destiny. Again. Yeah, Death Pack. <laughs> no I'll get you in the Fortnite Death Pack before that. Yeah. But. Hey, I, I, I started playing. Oh, gosh. Too many. Too many. I'm out. <laughs> Is that it? I'm yep. Warframe? All right. We're on to number six now. My number six is I the Somnium Files. Oh. I thought when I played this, I thought for, it was like a lock at number one for me. That's before I remembered some other. <laughs> to be fair, some other games that I played this year. Um, but so this is like really my first experience with a visual novel, and uh, let's just say after playing several others, it really really started off on the right foot. Um, it's not quite representative of the genre as a whole. There's more gameplay. And like, uh, yeah, there's there's more gameplay elements to it than a standard visual novel. Um, but the story, I, we talked about it with Big Mo. It's a little, it, it it you know, it's a little corny at points, and it's a little. I think I've come around on it a little more with time, honestly. I think that I was a little harsh on it in the moment. Right, maybe. like it's a little. Uh, I don't know what the word I would would want to say is. Uh, I'll cut it in right there. We'll splice the con convolute. Not, I don't know. It's a good story, in my it, opinion. It's a little too clever for its own good. Yeah, it, it, end, it's, sometimes it thinks it's more clever than it yes. is. Yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, I was just really pleasantly surprised. Um, the probably like some of the best voice acting. 
in I was going to say, still the best written and localized game I played this year by far. Yeah, like, the writing's super solid, the voice acting, like, there isn't, like, it's not cringy at all, which you would, you look at this game and you're like, ah, yes, this <laughs> pink-haired girl in a varsity jacket, that she'll sound good, but she does. Um, yeah, just a very satisfying story-driven game. You guys know my love of Persona 4. I would say probably my favorite, like, anime cast of characters in the game since that game, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Alright. That's strong. Alright, so my number six, um, and I would like to reiterate, I I did not play that many games um, (laughs) this year, in case, just as my... uh, So it's it's actually Akiba's Trip. Oh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, so, you know, I guess it's a brawler. I didn't know you played that. Con- did you mention that on the podcast? I think I it was on, the, it was on uh, one of the early this year episodes. Yeah. So, kind of, you know, brawler type game, which is, is pretty fun. Um, and yeah, the mechanic is you are pulling off, you know, people's Akiba clothes. Strip. That's yeah. The joke. Uh, yeah. Akiba, or, yeah, Akiba apostrophe S trip or strip, if you say it fast enough, you know. If you're um, clever. If you're clever. But it's funny. I mean, I, I found there to be a lot of good like good humor in that game. It made me laugh. Um, so that was... It's was fun. It wasn't too long. I think I put like eight hours into it. So it was kind of like a short game. I had fun beating people up. Um, Stealing good dialogue. underwear. Uh, no, 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 no. You no, steal no. them down to yeah, their underwear. I just <laughs> assumed. I'm sorry. To their underwear. It's on the Switch. Yeah, it is. In, hey, yeah. there's some shit on the Switch. I don't know. <laughs> it was on the PSP yeah. originally, but they didn't. I don't know if they. Yeah, they'll put fucking anything on the PSP. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a port from uh, the PSP, you know, translated in. Um, the, the, se- the sequel is actually uh, being released on the Switch uh, next year. So, keep an eye out for that. He looks so <laughs> excited when he said that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, number six? Yes, yep. I need to remember this. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, I was wondering if that would make anybody's list. Yeah, uh, maybe the best game Nintendo put on the Switch this year? Uh, haven't played Splatoon. Yeah. Um, haven't played Mario Rabbids, I guess. Um, but no, like, um, yeah, just really, like, charming, fun, like, I talked about it when I played it on the podcast earlier this year, but just, like, made me happy the whole time I was playing it. Just, like, yeah. a good vibes game. Um, and I, I keep forgetting about the, like, anime-ass ending of that game, too. Just I like didn't get there. Same. Kirby going Super Saiyan, basically. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, and, that like, generally happens in Kirby games. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, really, really good stuff there. I, I maybe want to go back to that and do the post game stuff actually. Mm. Um, there's a lot, isn't there? Yeah, there's a, there's a decent, there's like a whole another like two three worlds in that game. I yeah. want to say post game. That game can actually be pretty challenging if you want it to be. Like if you actually want to seek out all the like collectibles, the collectibles in each level. Yeah, and good difficulty options in that game too. Yeah. Also, yeah. Best game I played with my son this year. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd give it that award. <laughs> Um, my number six game is Vampire Survivors. Nice. I played a lot of this game uh, editing the podcast, actually, because <laughs> good game. For uh, that. Yeah, you can just pause it whenever you can. I can just maybe don't even need to pause it. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't even need to pause it and just listen to podcasts and 
pause when necessary to make edits and then go back to killing monsters and in mass um i need to play more of it uh there's tons more stuff to unlock uh but that game was great and i love all the support that it's a gotten um from just people in the community playing it and loving it and also just from the creator uh continuing to add content to that game uh, it's been great fun indeed which is why it is my number five no. wow. damn um yeah it, i'm everything jj said uh i agree with it probably would have been higher on my list but like i like literally this is the only thing i did for like a good week and a half of my life and like i i, I unlocked almost everything i feel like i just rushed my way through it too much and i kind of burned out on it but um since they released it on mobile i've been playing through it again and yeah it's still really good does it handle pretty good on phone yeah i mean it's it's i mean it's free to play and i mean you can like uh respawn when you die to watch an ad it's, it like doesn't really monetize anything no. unless you just want to continue by watching an ad i mean that game was already like two dollars on steam yeah. so i right. assume they weren't gonna go like, i don't even think on. you can actually spend money on it i think right. you can just watch ads if you want to um but yeah, just a mind-blowing amount of unlockables in that game. And that that's half the fun, is like figuring out how to unlock it. Um, yeah, but just a real good time sync. So my number five is Space Moth Lunar Edition. So it's a shoot-em-up game. And it's... I like it for a few reasons. One, it's a bullet hell shoot-em-up, which is kind of what I enjoy playing the shoot-em-ups. For what system? It's on Switch. It was originally on PC. Hmm. And so this this came out a few years ago on PC, and it got, like, a Switch port from a one of those limited-run type uh, companies. So good good visuals, I thought. I think the theme is good. I kind of, you know, always, you know, yeah. I, I th it's a good theme that you're, like, a moth, and everything is, like, plants, flowers. You're fighting, like, insects. I always, you know, that kind of was, like, a a good theme for a shoot 'em up and so they finally did it back you know a few don't years ago don't see it too often don't see it too often <laughs> um i think there are some more i think there's one on the 32 or something that i remember seeing well, there's mushi you may summer oh on this i, I think a bug themed uh shoot 'em ups <laughs> i thought you meant um, yeah, oh yeah yeah all right okay <laughs> yeah Anyways. it's been a while since i played it's the played shmup that. corner yeah eric and jeff i haven't talk. told jeff this but i I downloaded a bunch of shmups. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try to get into your genre. Finally, you sh you I downloaded like 20 of like the best shmup. <laughs> like I found some list. Like all right, I mean that's fair. To be fair, yeah, you definitely have to try a few because like there's like the gradius, like slow, methodical ones. Then there's like the bullet hell ones. And, yeah, variety within a non, uh, a pretty linear genre, I guess I would say. Anyways, sorry. So yeah, a solid, solid shoot 'em up to play. Um, expensive if you buy the Switch physical, but um, it is on the eShop as well. Uh, my number five uh, is one that I guess I won't talk about a lot because we're recording this out of order, and uh, I'll talk about it then. But it is live alive. Oh, uh, <laughs> the uh, Switch uh, re-release of the. Uh, Japanese-only SNES game. Um, like I said, I guess I won't get into it much here. Um, you'll hear that episode 
sometime. Uh, but yeah, um, like that game. Let's say. If you had to summarize in one sentence what you liked about it so much, what would it be? It is extremely influ, way more influential in RPGs than you would. Than like you ever realize, huh, okay. and also like some of the most inventive structure of an RPG that I've ever seen. Hmm. Okay, all right, cool. Um, my number five game is the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Um, so I love the original Stanley Parable, and um, the Ultra Deluxe probably doubled the content. It and just the writing's so good, and it not only is making a critique as before of just game choice and the player's uh, agency in the game, but also how the original game was received and how uh, people critique games in general. It's just excellent. Um, I love it so much. I really recommend everyone to at least try playing it and messing around with it. It's uh, really interesting. I think I asked you this when we talked about it before, but should I play the first one? Yeah, all the content's in there. Okay, that's what confuses me about this re-release. Yeah, it, it, it has all, all of it. It's great. It's fantastic. Really play it. I, I keep meaning to, and I keep forgetting <laughs> that it exists, so maybe now I'll remember. All right, we are on to number four. So I just want to say these top four on my lists, like this year was so good for me for gaming that I think all four of these games would be at least in the discussion for best games I've ever played. Top four? Yeah, right. these top four games I really, really like, and it was really hard to rank them. Um, but number four, I would go with Inscription. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. Sure, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I... I, I I was like flip-flopping between this being number one, and it's... You guys talked about it a ton last year, and... Yeah. Well, Eric, are you ever going to play this game? Hey, well, yeah, this... this you, have you have to. You have to. Yeah, don't, don't spoilers. I wanted to right, finally do the inscription spoiler cast. <laughs> yeah. spoil, I'll plug my ears. We gotta wait another year. Right. When's, um, this, when's the physical coming out? You can pre-order it now. Pre-order it now, okay. Oh, okay. So I'll play it when it comes out. It's got a big-ass card. Yeah. yeah. Just truly some mind-blowing stuff. Uh, like, the, everything surrounding the card game is just super interesting, super engrossing. And then the card game itself is like, I, I want to play That's, I was going to say game. that, like, obviously the story of that game and, like, where it goes is the thing, but, like, also it's a really solid card game. Yeah, like... Specifically the, the first one, I would say. Yes. Like... If this is, I guess spoilers, there's yeah. more than one card game in Inscription. If this was but. just the card game, it probably would still make this top ten list. Which, have you, have you played the Casey's Mod stuff? Not yet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, did I mention this on the podcast that I was like pissed off that I thought the game was too short, and then I, just, I didn't realize that I had played it for 20 hours? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I immediately jumped back in and beat it twice. Yeah, you're, I think yeah, it was in our chats. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Text chats. You're like, why is the game so short? Never mind. <laughs> I've yeah. played this for twenty hours. Really lost track of time playing it's, this. Yeah, it's, it's very. It just 
feels so good to play and yeah it's easy like, to look, yeah. lose track of time because it just everything it's just moving. like yeah it's yeah. like okay do this do that okay it's just carry on like, the stick and constantly like okay so probably the best i'd say best soundtrack of, oh of yeah. this year well of, well my your year yeah of my year <laughs> the soundtrack's really good like it's, glitchy like horror and like the, this all the, the boss music yeah the music the sound the, design in general the sound design say, yeah especially of leshy uh, the guy yeah. in the cabin. Insane. Insane game. Yeah. Can't okay. believe it's only number four. I don't know how it is. Should be number one. Uh, I was going to say, I, but, but, <laughs> but, 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 I, maybe I'm going to be mad about your next three games. What caught this podcast? <laughs> well, I know what one of them is, I guess, but. All right. So I've got um, a short hike. Oh. Pegged at number four. I need to play that. It's game's so good. It's probably like one of the shortest games I've ever played. Uh, it's right in the title. <laughs> it's just <But> so chill. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, it's a very like chill, relaxing game, which was like kind of nice oh, to yeah. just like play after work and just. I, I really wish there were more content. I would love like DLC or I think something. that developer just announced the new game. I don't know I if he's doing, or they're doing like a. I I don't know what it's like. What, literally it's like two days genre. ago, yeah, I would say I, there was okay. something. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, it's a very fun game. Like, even there's like enough variety to kind of keep you entertained for a few hours. There's not much replayability, but like when you were playing it, it was it was very relaxing, very fun, very chill game. The flying, gliding story yeah, mechanic was just great. like fun just to kind of glide around the mountain. You know, you do like you race people, you find hidden feathers, you play like this beach ball game that they put in there. It's just, you know, it's just kind of a fun, relaxing. It's weird because uh, like good art style too. I actually oh, yeah. really like the, the. You can also like choose style. like how like the fidelity of it. Like you yeah. can make it look like a DS game, or you can make it look like a like a PS3 game. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, so it's good range. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know something yeah, like on that. On the fly, you can just change. Yeah, it. just what if this game looked like ass? Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> often ask, but that. it still looks good. It's good. The DS aesthetic is yeah, it's like, definitely that's a, almost definitely one of my favorites. Like yeah vibes if you will See, it's weird like when a game's that short it's like you play it and you're like this is really good but then like i don't know like when i played it i was just like i want more of this like i really liked this game yeah but it was like so short that i was like i just wish yeah. there was more it truly yeah. was a short hike it's, uh, it's in the title yeah i think it's one of those games where i could probably um uh, you know, play again in a year, and I probably wouldn't remember yeah, like, where everything is. And I It'd can kind of yeah. hit it up again a few times. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, number four is Elden Ring. Oh uh, yeah. A game that, once again, the theme of my list. I wish I'd played a lot more of. Um, I got up to like the, the like magic college, the like big like castle. Okay. That you. That's a f- kind of fucked up part. Is that like that could be like five hours in for you, or it could be fifty hours. Yeah, in? yeah. I was kind of following like a, like here's the main like here's the path you should right. take through that game walkthrough at some point. So I mean I like I probably beat like five six main bosses of that game. Um, the like. Definitely the Souls game that I've gotten the furthest in. Um, and it actually came out like right after I had played a ton of Dark Souls 1. Um, so the like the uh, contrast between those two, I would say, like stuck out a lot more to me. Mm. Um, just the like 
the best sheer exploration game I've ever played, I think. Just, like, not knowing anything about it going in and, I don't know, finding the weird cave where there's a, a cat, a giant cat statue that's going to breathe fire at me that... I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to jumping into that. You haven't played any of Oh, that's right, yeah. Not, oh, oh. Not, not a second of it. So, um, and yeah, like some of the end game shit that I've seen in that game is absolutely yeah, I've wild. I've seen lots of clips, and it's like, okay, this looks really interesting. Did you? Uh, you didn't beat that, right, Jeff? No. Uh, okay, I just I'll want to be make talking sure. about it very shortly. <laughs> okay. That's about yeah. All right. Uh, my number four game is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yeah. Nice. I have not even beaten it yet, but you know, every time I see Kirby, makes me happy. He's just good point. <laughs> just every him doing anything, I'm happy. Just could you imagine? Could you imagine how fucked up it would be if you saw Kirby? And you were like, "Fuck that guy! <laughs> what kind of fucking monster?" I I just see him and I'm just like, everything's good, everything's right. It just he's a character that just just makes me happy looking at him, and I'm just. I'm happy to see him just like fly around and try to <laughs> happy car. to see him doing good. Yeah, just, just he's living his best life. He's on a 3D adventure. Going and, mouthful mode. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, as there's not many characters I just look at and just just feel joy in my heart and he's one of them. Uh, so yeah, I've been enjoying chipping away at that game slowly but surely. I've actually have been playing that more again recently, but it's just yeah. That is a good chipping away game. Yeah, just like, hey, I do one level here. I do, like, one um, one of the dungeons to get, like, the currency for getting the upgrades. And then just call it a night, just here and there. Um, yeah, just, just a solid game. I love Kirby. An underrated aspect of that game, the theme song. The, like, lyric theme song that oh, really? it plays, uh, like, when you first start that game. Oh, go yeah. Across the I, I, I forgot that about that. I got chills when that happened. That was good. That was, yeah. My number three is Elden Ring. Woo! Another game that I'm pissed is not number one on my list. Uh, but I think, like, I played that game for 80 hours, <laughs> and I think I got to a point where I'm not good enough anymore. <laughs> like, well, that, the that's the thing that sets that game apart from other Souls games, I think, is you can actually, like, brute force your way through that game much more than you can yeah, other Souls games. which is what I've done. Like, but Dark Souls does come down to skill at some point, whereas right. this you can... Right, yeah, it, it seems it, like you can break beef it with yourself your stats. Up. Still yeah. an intense game, but definitely cater, like leans more to like I don't want to say casual because it's definitely not like a casual game, but it's definitely more like mainstream casual mm -hmm. leaning, I would say. Um, because yeah, I mean, it got me into it. Um, I tried playing other Souls games after liking this a lot, and just wasn't into it. Um, it's really I like Big Mo said the the exploration and open world part of it is what. Sets it apart. Best best game world, maybe ever. Old Clint. All I gotta say. The end. Okay, so I actually have Sonic Adventure 2 for my number three. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, what more to say than uh, what we said in the Sonic Adventure <laughs> nothing, podcast? Nothing more to say. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, I, again, it's kind of one of those games like, 
I, I just kind of liked the cheesy, bad humor, whether it was intentional or not. Um, you know, I guess that's kind of mostly it for that game. Um, <laughs> the Sonic levels were good. The Shell levels were good. Um, the Knuckles levels, I don't know. What if you made a whole game that was just the Sonic levels? Like, That'd be great. I would love that yeah. game. Um, so yeah, it's definitely got me wanting to play, you know, Shadow the Hedgehog and some of the other Sonic <laughs> games. Yeah, there's some ones on the Wii that oh, look bad. You play Sonic Generations. Yeah, I mean, Sonic, yeah, the new Colors one. is supposedly good. Generations is supposedly yeah. good. So it's kind of, you know, you know, got me feeling a certain way. You're Sonic curious. <laughs> I'm Sonic curious now from that. So uh, I, I am the worst I'm timeline. Also, I'm also Sonic. The worst timeline. So, <laughs> yeah. You want Sonic to come and. Uh, what? No, I don't. What? I don't want to talk. I mean, you know that about hedgehogs, right? Big hey, my number Big three game. <laughs> Do they have fucked up penises? Yeah. No, they ejaculate all over their quills. Yeah, they ejaculate, sweet, and they rub it all over themselves. <laughs> Not so different. I don't remember why. I don't know why. <laughs> That's just something. There is a remember. reason for it. Kind of happens. <laughs> anyway, number three game. <laughs> Uh, is now Fortnite? You know. Oh, uh, I was wondering how high it would, it would a, a game that like I haven't like in a million years I never would have touched. Yeah, um, yeah. but they added that zero build mode this year. Um, is, is that like the most popular mode now? I thought the kind of oh, the yeah. point was it was the building. Well, so competitively, the build mode is still the thing. Like okay. the. The sweatiest people in the world are still in build. Gotcha. Um, but, like, I think, like, player count-wise, zero build has, like, completely, like, decimated oh, wow. the build mode. Um, yeah, like, th they got so many new players this year out of that. Um, game is just action figures. Like, it's just, yeah. like... <laughs> it, it, like, the shooting is fine. Like, I wouldn't say it's, like, the best shooter out there. No. It's I will say... It, it feels a lot better than it used to. Like, I feel like I played that game when it first started yeah. the Battle Royale, and they've definitely tightened up that shooting model a lot since then. Um, but, like, there's so much you can do in that game that isn't even, like, the shoot... Like, you go fishing in that game yeah. if you want to. Like, and it records they just, it like your, like, biggest fish caught in comparison with yeah, your friends. Like, yeah. they just added like, dirt bikes that, has a, that have a trick system yeah. in that game. Uh -huh. Um... <laughs> You can play as the My Hero Academia characters right now and, like, do a, like, New York Smash or whatever. Yeah. It's just, like... <laughs> play as Doom Slayer and Yeah, they just added the Doom, the Doom guy into that game and the Witcher and, um... Dragon I just Ball bought Man. the Hulk. Uh, oh, just wait, released. go on. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I forgot Eric was a Hulk guy. Yeah. Uh, um, it's really good. It's a really good Yeah, outfit. it looks pretty solid. Uh, um, okay, okay. I'm disappointed there's no Bruce Banner skin, but... Uh, oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, could have done a transformation, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, just the wild shit that you see yeah. in that game on a game-by-game -game basis is, like, the most fun I've had this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk a lot more about Fortnite the next time we talk about games we've been mm -hmm. playing because there's a lot to talk about with that game right now. But, yeah. So, my number three game is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Uh, another game I haven't beaten, but I have really enjoyed. This is part of my endeavor to 
play more of the Souls games that I own that I have not played. So I made, I vowed to get through Sekiro at least before I start Elden Ring. And I've really enjoyed Sekiro. Very different games mechanically. Very different games. But I, so far, I've loved the feel of Sekiro. Um, and it's very much trying to just master the timing of uh, everything and the speed of attacks. It just feels so smooth. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't wait to get farther in the game. I keep on saying that about some of these games. Um, but, you know, ADHD and jumping from one game to the next is yep. a hell of a thing. Um, but, yeah, so that's my number three game. Jeff, what's your number? Wait, so is in Fortnite, although, like, do I have to buy the Hulk skin? Is it like that kind of, like, you're buying all these characters? You would have to buy yeah. Hulk. Okay. If you have the battle How much, pass, like, are you get, they, though? If you have the battle pass, you get no. free V-Bucks. Yeah, Hulk, how many V-Bucks for a, for a skin? Uh, or is it. Uh, let me look up the conversions. Hulk is 1500. Just like. Yeah, curious about like what 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 Just, you would get in for. He might be leaving pretty soon here. Like, do you buy him, but he's still there? Out of the shop, I'm saying. Oh, but you can still play with him in the game. Oh yeah. Oh oh, I see. They have like a, yeah, the, rotate, like, the yeah everything. Uh, he's fifteen hundred and a thousand V bucks are eight dollars. Okay, so yeah, you get twenty eight hundred for twenty. Oh okay, so okay. Uh, I hate to tell you, but they're supposedly doing like a huge shop drop during Christmas of like every character that they've released in the last like I year. Can't. I can't. I can't do that. I hate to buy the Terminator still. He's in the shop right now. Yeah, Terminator. <laughs> uh, so this is probably going to be a game that most of us are talking about for the remainder of this list. Psychonauts. Number two. two. What? Number two? Number two. Number two. Number two. Psychopaths. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, we just want to have like a group discussion. I assume. I, I don't know. Is that a? Do you guys have it as number one? Positive Probably. surprise or negative surprise? I have it as number one. Number one. Yeah, I actually do as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is a weird ending to this podcast. Now. Can't wait to hear it was number my one. number one. So until... was their number four. What? So was no, but this is like definitive number one for for okay. the, like the, literally the okay. whole year until I played number, my number one. Um, but yeah, Psychonauts. I guess uh, I had assumed for most of my life that the first Psychonauts was like a Rick and Morty type. Like I'm so smart and nerdy. Oh no! I no. like playing Psychonauts because oh, the God. jokes are smart. I mean, wow. okay, that but that was my assumption, and, and then I we played Psychonauts two, and I was like, okay, I'm wrong. It's just like a really well, like the yeah. characters are so well written, uh, for starters. I mean, there's a lot we can say about Psychonauts. Too. Well, also like that is a product of the time that Psychonauts came out in. I think too, like the reason that Psychonauts two story and writing works so well is the like advancement in humor and like yeah there's writing it's definitely and... improved since yeah. the original yeah um yeah. it's not as let's say ham-fisted with some of the humor yeah um uh, mm. 
And it's got characters that you give a shit about, yeah. too, is the thing about that game, like... Yeah, you give, like, a lot of shits about them. Like, you really care about the uh, original... What's it called? The Six? The... Uh, the Psychic Six. Psychic Six. Say, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you just meet these guys, and then you're, like, so invested in them. I mean, because, yeah, you kind of get to know them really well through... You're in their, their, yeah, it's so good. their heads. The game is so good! Yeah. I'm, like, thinking about it's it so now. so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get to know, like, their, like, traumas and their past and what they went through, and, like, yeah, you you feel for these characters. You want them to uh, have these redemption arcs. Some of us feel for them, I guess. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, like the story's a ten out of ten. Characters yeah. ten out of ten. Yeah. Gameplay ten out of ten. Visuals ten out of ten. Yeah. Sound ten out of ten. Okay. <laughs> so what could be? Yeah, what's what's the what, could what be game has eleven out of ten? Yeah, well, I can't see. tell you. Let's I'm see. like, you I yeah. literally can't think of <laughs> it's a game. It's that a shocker. You no, it's All a right. shocker. All right. Well, um, yeah. Also, like, just surprising that Psychonauts two even exists. Yeah, finally. Yeah. It, the road weird. that that game traveled to become a game. Fig.com. Just... Yeah, like, what else is still out there? Like, those games that, like, have been in the works forever. Starcraft Ghost. Well, Star okay, Citizen. That... <laughs> sure, I guess. But that... I feel like this was the last, like, game that you expected might come out yeah. someday that was, like, still in the works, yeah. you know? like. Yeah. I, 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 dude, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk more about it now? Or... It's... Uh... it's... Wait till your number one. My number one. All right, yeah. All right, right, Eric. What's your number two then? So my number two, I actually have Walkabout Mini Golf. So that was really. I mean, we kind of already said it two times, but um, truly mind blowing as a first VR experience. Like, uh, it's yeah, just like really cool. I feel like it's good. What it is is it's like the perfect tech demo for. Yeah, right. It's it's a good tech demo, I, I guess. And like you know, looking off the cliff, I'm like. Yeah. getting nervous like and even i don't know why it like shocked me but like when we played multiplayer with each other like they even had our like heights right our relative like oh height. yeah like, like we're taller than tracking yeah everything. it's like which i guess yeah they do track the position but it kind of just was like blowing my mind how like immersive i felt in in that type of game yeah. did we bring up the fact that like the extreme variety in courses and like yeah they're still they're always releasing them. dlc that's cheap yeah. So yeah, I think all the DLC together is like eight dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like two or three bucks a, yeah. for like the per course. course. Yeah. Yeah. The two most recent ones are kind of fun with like puzzle, mechanical elements involved in the courses instead of just like a theme. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's they're doing a lot and asking a little. Yeah. Again, yeah, I I felt like it justified my. Oculus purchase, even yeah, yeah three hundred bucks, but like it's literally the only Oculus gear. <laughs> wow. Yeah, would I pay four hundred for an Oculus for it? Yeah, they did raise the price by a hundred dollars after we bought uh, it. Yeah, we yeah. have to rescind our recommendation. Maybe, like we didn't buy it on sale. Like they literally raised the yeah. price of the yeah. headset. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's like really felt kind of just like a perfect VR game. Uh, introduce yourself to that. Uh, my number two, which was my number one before I remembered Psychonauts 2 came out this year, or we played this year, I should say, mm. uh, is Neon White. Oh. Uh, I am not a speedrun difficulty, like, hardcore gamer type, let's say, um, but this is the game that, like, got me the closest to that. Um, 
we talked about it, but a truly trash story on characters that I did not like, but, like, mechanically, like, the most satisfying, like, just stringing together combos in that game and, like, finding the best path and, like, I S-ranked that entire game, like, went back and just did everything. I didn't do the fucking developer times because I'm not crazy, but... <laughs> Um, yet. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Please I don't. don't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, especially not on Switch. Maybe I'll rebuy it on Steam Deck. Now I have a Steam Deck. Your life expectancy will just go down. Shit, that game's maybe maddening. I should get it on Steam Deck. Anyway, um, yeah, no, like I said, that was my number one before I remembered that Psycho like, oh, 2 happened this wow. year. Um, I uh, did not expect that one. Yeah, I lo- I'd like... Love, 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 love that game. Still mad that Jeff didn't play enough of it to give me scores to compete against. Uh, <laughs> that episode, I begged you to buy it so that. I could yeah, exactly. And then I like played. I estimated the whole fucking game. And then... I like stopped playing it the day you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, just excellent. The baby's mad about Jeff not playing the Android. Yeah, too. I mean, fair. Um, my number two game is Fortnite. Because Hell yeah! Big Mo uh, introduced that game back into my life because I played that. I tried it out probably three years ago at least, and that was around the time they were doing their like. I think their big mode they just added was the fifty versus fifty, and it was just a pile of people, one team on a hill shooting at another hill of a team, and I was like, I don't, I don't see how this is interesting at all, and never played it. Since until Big Mo uh, sang its praises. It's really Goku's fault. (laughs) That's why I started playing it. I think Patrick Mahomes was the draw for me. (laughs) (laughs) And you can make Ariana Grande do a Super Saiyan transformation. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's. I think it really shows how much. They've just added so much content and so many little tweaks and so many... Even in the time that just you and me have been yeah. playing. That's the thing. Like, this game has been out for how many years? And in the year that we've been playing it now, like, I feel like... They've changed up movement. They've added roguelike elements with the newest season. They've uh, added... Oh, yeah. I didn't even... Well, we'll talk about it when we... Because, like I said, when we talk about what we've been playing on one of these other yeah. episodes, I want to get deep into the current Fortnite chapter, but... <laughs> It's absolutely wild, and uh, it, you can really see them, like, picking and choosing elements from just other games, like, and just incorporating into Fortnite, and it yeah, just re- works. Remember when Splatoon was in Fortnite yeah. last month, yeah. basically? And that that worked really well, and it was, like, interesting, and I don't like, you can feed animals into this to make them your friends and then ride <laughs> animals. And then, like... I feel like they kind of nerfed the animals this chapter, honestly. I mean, yeah, it's there's a there's lot of vehicles. <laughs> uh, but you could pick up chicken and, like, fly around with a chicken. And there's, like, constantly missions to do. And they're, like, interesting missions. It's not, like, really forced. Like, like, like we had talked with Gundam Evolution. Like, you have to use these characters to do this in this way. It's like, hey, just use shields, or hey, eat some produce. Yeah, I'm never thinking or... about like what I'm doing for XP in that game. Sometimes I am for like very the, rarely like, for the expensive like like hey, this is like thirty thousand XP, yeah. and you have five days. I'm like, okay, what do I gotta do? Um, I focus on those, but I don't know. That game is just 
absolutely wild. Um, I've been having more fun than I ever thought I would. I got Doom Slayer, and I'm just living my best life playing Fortnite like <laughs> practically every night. And that's something I feel so I old. never expected to say. I feel like the oldest man on earth when we talk about this now, too. Because like, are the kids even into it anymore? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Somebody's into it. I feel like I'm annihilating children. I just feel like myself. we're so late. To it that like I mean yes we're like what six years yeah too but late? because of the stuff they've added to it yeah we're, we're only like, here because of no build yeah like I mean I played a little bit of of the build mode and it was like my first match getting back in because I forgot to switch it and I was literally up against children not knowing how to build so that was the reason why I won <laughs> um, it was like literally a kid putting a wall in front of them and I'm just shooting my sniper over and over until it broke and then I killed them. I'm like, okay, <laughs> excellent. Um, Again, uh, <laughs> that, I hate to bring it to you, JJ, but that could have been a bot because apparently that game does throw you a lot of bots early on in your playing. But I had I had done early some early matches against bots when I played okay, years okay. ago. I think those were actual people. I think those were actual people. Jay's good at Fortnite, okay. Uh, you know, I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, for, playing Fortnite is something I never expected for my life in 2022. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just so good. Why does it have to be so good? <laughs> like, it's wild how good it is. And like, see, getting skins and then doing all the like ridiculous emotes with them and just seeing like Doom Slayer just like do silly dances and whatnot it's just it's just really good i don't know it's just real fun i did get into fortnite very briefly but i i don't think i'm just these days i'm just not built for competitive multiplayer like it, my anxiety was like the highest it's ever been i was like pacing around the house <laughs> afterwards i was like that's I, fair. I don't but that's my thing with fortnite is i never feel mad when i lose in that game well very rarely I i'm just say. mad at my computer when it's just <laughs> like well yeah but like i very rarely like angry at, at yeah. a loss in that game well it's I don't know. I don't know why that is, but yeah, something about it is just like okay, yeah, fair. It was like even when they're like, oh, they had like six health left. Like ah, damn, that was close. Uh, get jump right back into the next one. But yeah, so okay. that's my number two game and the uh, suspense that's been yeah. killing us now. One game. All right, so I just got to preface this that this is a a deeply personal choice, but probably not for the reason you would expect. I swear to God, it's Skull Monkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Homie Roller. <laughs> Most memorable podcast memories. It's Astro's Playroom. Okay. okay. All right, so let me... Okay. So, like, the, all right, so Eric and I talked in the, um, like, the games that yeah. defined us thing about, like, Uh-oh. the experience of, like... <laughs> I ain't played this yet. So Eric and I had uh, talked about in our games that made us list about, like, the Christmases where our grandparents would like buy us a console and that would like just like some of the best childhood memories. Yeah. Um, so uh, not to get too personal on a electronic game fair game of the year podcast, uh, but we lost our grandma this year and with some of the money that she gave us, I wanted to buy a PS five just so I could be like, you know, one last reliving of that mm. feeling. Oh God. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so just 
playing that game like perfectly recaptured the feeling of like an exciting new console. You know, like that's fair. Yeah, just it's, uh, no, that's like completely the, the like trying out like the Dual Sense controllers, like the little demo they do with like pulling the triggers and like the guys going the controller is like, and that's a game that is in conversation with like old consoles too like yeah, right like the yeah. history of gaming is but like yeah it's like i don't necessarily have like nostalgia for like like as much as like you would big mo but like i still own at some point all those playstation consoles and like those games still have you know like still have good memories with them just not as nostalgic Strong, yeah um but yeah like seeing like those little uh, astrobots like playing out like ape escape or something i don't god the, the game was just, yeah, really, uh, like, jo- jo- uh. I love that this is happening right now. <laughs> Sorry, little baby spit-up issue. Just, like, a joyful game. Like, uh, I don't know, I'm having trouble finding words, but, uh, an, an emotional experience for me personally. I'm no longer, yeah, I, I'm no longer perplexed. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I, I, I understand mean, now. The game itself is really good, and it would have made, like, the top ten, but, like, the circumstances of just, like, it's, life made yeah. it just, like, hit better than any game I've played in a long time. And I've just heard, just by itself, that game is actually... Yeah, it's, it's, like, a really good platformer, and, like, like every other level will, like, introduce, like, a, like a cool new mechanic using the uh, controller. So there's, like... Like marble blast sections where you're like rolling a ball around. It's just so tactile. The monkey. That was fun. Yeah, I played. Kind of didn't like the monkey part. Those weren't the best parts, but it was still. I don't know. Just like everything that like, even if it was like something that I didn't love, like doing it with the controller and like feeling like, I don't know. Just the triggers on the PS5. The good control. Mind blowing. Okay. Yeah, just a, an experience you don't get in gaming a lot. At least uh, I I had that experience. So that's fair. Good good time. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Oh. Psychonauts two. Yeah, I mean we already. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say we're not two. gonna go back around. I guess. And, but. Yeah, we. It's almost a shame that our game of the year so from so early in the year because yeah. I wish my mind memory was a little more fresh but right god it was so good i really want them just to keep on cranking out I know. just quality platformers because they don't come out like they used to yeah they haven't said anything about what they're doing next no. have they that's it like, people are like oh 3d platformers are dead it's like no good 3d platformers I mean, are dead like you to. just they're, like they're owned by astros oh, yeah, now yeah, 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 yeah. 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 but like uh, what ko the kangaroo like they keep like re-releasing 3d platformers <laughs> like garbage that you know what i just you know what i just bought on switch because i'm a monster what? pac-man world repack there's a new Pac-Man? Uh, it's a remake of the PS1 Pac-Man platformer. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> They're putting out these re-releases of these games that don't exist. Yeah, like, what is, who is asking for this resurgence of, like... Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Yeah. Tac? When's our Tac re- remaster coming? No. I'm almost, I'm 99% positive that that's been announced. <laughs> I did see someone's like making almost a spiritual successor to like Banjo Kazooie. Really? Like, 
to... I, I, we've been burned on that before. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of worried, but it looks good. I forget the name of it. The attack and the power of Juju does not exist in fact. <laughs> so that was Googling. Um, can you play Tack and the Power of Juju on PS4? Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, like it, the, 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 it is still a valid genre. It just needs to be done. Well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, the problem. Like, it's done. Like, Mario Odyssey only came out a couple years ago. Like, right. I mean, that's Mario like pure gameplay. Yeah. This incorporated, like, a story you could expect, like, or see in any other game. Or any other genre of game. Yeah. I mean. It's like... You guys think of another platformer that had like a mature story? I can't. No, like not touched really. on mature theming. Did Voodoo Vince have a? Fuck mature you. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to pull Blinks that. Blink the time to, uh, sweeper. No. Just how many bad platformers can we name at the end of this podcast? Yeah, that Pac-Man World one. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> to be fair, I would. I, if I knew that exists, I probably would own it. It was like twenty bucks. <laughs> Anyway. Like, is new? Came out, like, this year? Like, two months ago. <laughs> God. I can't. And I actually played that game back in the day, I think. Or, like, maybe Ooh. a demo of it. Anyway. Game of the year. Yeah. Game of the year, 2022. Yes, what a year. Two. Good games. What a season. What a season. Honestly, pretty solid year for games. Um, yeah, I feel like the discourse around this year in games was like, oh, everything's delayed, nothing right, good really yeah. came out. Which, like, I guess half of our list of games didn't come out this year. But <laughs> yeah, the like, stuff that did even, like, it was solid. Yeah, they're, like, solid games did come out. Um, have I played all of them? No. Like, there's... I am getting older, and the time available to me in gaming is ever so slight, uh, but I get to what I get to. and As evidenced by the scheduling of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, life gets in the way sometimes. Don't have as much free time as we did when we were teenagers. Um, but, you know, we still enjoy playing. It's just, <laughs> just fitting the time to do it. But, yeah, like, I've seen enough footage of God of War Ragnarok and Elden Ring to know that those games are going to be probably up on the top of my list next year. If Tune I get in next year. Them. Yeah, this is um, my favorite year in gaming in a long time. Yeah, it was a very solid year and uh, had some surprises that I wasn't expecting like Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks for joining us and uh You'll be listening to... You'll probably hear this before our next real episode, uh, which will be Live Alive. Um, yes. I feel like we've just kind of broken off from this, like... Our January game is like we should just stop saying that at this yeah. point. Kind Ruff, of roughly thirty to sixty days. Our next episode will be uh, yeah, Live Alive. Um, we're recording a couple here today to kind of bank up, but uh, yeah, if anything feels weird and out of sync so, here, that's why. Yeah. Because it is. Um, but yeah, that'll be the next time you hear us. And, uh, thanks for. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. As per usual, rate and review. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Hold on. I've got, I've got a script now for this. I've got an end of episode checklist because I always forget everything yep, at the end uh-huh. here.
So uh, email us at EZFpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're at Game Fair Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Electronic Game Fair Podcast on Instagram. I feel like I probably should have like made those yeah. the same, but whatever. Uh, thank you to JJ for our editing and Tegan for our artwork. And uh, follow us and review us on your podcast app of choice. Feel free to join us on our Discord Shit. as well. <laughs> uh, link is in the description of the podcast episode. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. I should have been. <laughs> 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 <laughs>